and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. How are you? Fucking hot. <laughs> yes. It's it too hot and my brain's not working, but we'll try and get through it. Yeah. We'll try and get through it. I've seen this film enough, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll be okay. Um, and of course, today we are talking about the Quatermass Experiment. Yes. With an X. Yeah. Um, uh, the original, which actually did have an E in it. Which was spelt correctly, yes. yes. Uh, this one was going extreme. It was like the 90s yeah, and they, the 50s. They purposely went for the X certificate. So, of they, course. so you know, well, why not? Oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, you know, it, it's all good. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, 1955. I think it's the second time they adapted this. They did a TV series to begin with, and yeah. then they made the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah when did you first see this one uh i have a feeling it was a late night channel 2 job yeah i i, I want to say that's probably the same for me actually i know that i saw the pit first yeah so I, this, think I, did, I did too this was definitely after that um and i've seen the pit more i think than, than oh yeah this guy i, 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 I actually like the pit a lot more than this one i i love the pit but as, as i think we agreed last week it felt weird jumping ahead to that and and, uh starting here so you know of course in in the pit uh it was um andrew keir playing quatermass who i i think he works he works better as a likable quatermass yeah um i i kind of love uh brian dom livy here as just asshole quatermass Mm-hmm. Um, he becomes more likable in the second one. Actually, he's less of a dick in the second yes. one, but in this one, he's very self-serving. Like I'd actually forgotten how brash he is. Oh yeah, he's an asshole. When he sort of first turns <laughs> up, he just starts barking orders. Yeah, and like wow. You... And the whole way through, I mean, when he's yeah. arguing about taking him to hospital and stuff, he's just yeah. just an asshole. Like, um... <laughs> but he plays it very well. Uh, mm. And I don't think that Andrew Keir could have been such a like this way i just don't see him playing that kind of role um so i think you know the original i think the the main difference is of course the original uh was was being he was supposed to he was english um and obviously when they were adapting it for the movies uh they obviously wanted to appeal to an american audience as the as these things go and they wanted to cast uh, an American actor for yeah. the, for it and change it, and I think the the initial script they changed a few times and made him a lot more sort of American and a lot more, you know, they changed the um, the doc the other doc the doctor guy for Briscoe is it? Yes, changed him as well to he was going to be American as well, but then they it they re rejigged it later and he they you know put him back, and I think my favorite character actually is the doctor the. I think he's um... he's the one person who's like rational and nice. Yes, he's he, he's probably what Quatermass should be, really. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're probably right. Whether he's ultimately what Quatermass ends up being in the series of movies, yeah, ultimately. Um, but but here, uh, yeah, Quatermass is is very much uh a self-serving 
professor and he just wants fame and he wants to be the guy who well i mean all he really cares he's kind of like um frankenstein in in that kind of uh like hammers frankenstein in that way yeah. not as uh, not as bad he's, but he's only interested in his work and that's yeah, he, you know he's more of, not an obsessive for the for the pure purpose of being an obsessive of, of these things well and and for his perceived greater good of humanity yeah like frankenstein was like this is going to do wonders for humanity yeah no uh, die. I'm so if i kill a few people to get there this, yeah, is, exactly. this is worth it and i think quatermass is the same where he's like well you know you had no you had no authorization to shoot these fuckers into space but he's like i don't care yeah. like if i do this it's better for mankind so if a few people die whatever his whole his whole um little argument with the with um lionel jeffrey's character the, the, the man from the ministry yeah He's the, the man from the ministry. Is you know he's he making all these rational sort of arguments towards, but he just it's reasonable. It's it's science. Yeah, <laughs> science. Science. Damn the, you! The greatest <laughs> argument of all. Um. So yeah, we start off with uh with a a woman and her rapey man. Um, yeah, I was thinking that. Who's <laughs> very like? I was like, whoa, dude. This is a, this is a real fifties B movie beginning. Yeah, it really the, is. With the giggly couple yeah giggly couple but his his hands are everywhere yeah um i, I was just thinking uh, that, you know they even get a tumble in the hay before yeah. the kick comes down yeah and, yeah and he chases I, her into I, the barn and, and uh, i do think hmm i think she might have been saved by that rocket <laughs> yeah i mean she she was giggling and laughing along but like he is very hmm <laughs> not sure about him uh but yes anyway he is saved uh by a uh a big big explosion outside um and of course then 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 her dad comes in which is yeah. kind of awkward um but luckily there's a big like comic book rocket in yeah, in the ground a... to distract the father from uh, from this 1950s kid 1950s rocket yeah proper 1950s rocket um and if you haven't seen the movie us saying a 1950s rocket that's exactly what you're getting yeah it is exactly a 1950s rocket cylinder with with uh with fins that's yeah basically it isn't it i love that design though yeah I, I absolutely love the classic rocket design yeah. um you don't need it well, to be honest you don't really need much more than that no no not really um so yeah of course everyone just looks on in awe at this uh, and terror at this fiery uh rocket stuck in the ground um and before long emergency services start to arrive um to you know to kind of try and control the scene of course they don't really understand what's going on um you they, get they, a great conversation with two firemen who are like i don't know what the hell i'm doing like yeah. what are we doing here it's just it's incredibly it's like radiating heat isn't it yeah. and so they're, they're trying to keep away from the, the farmer had got close but he got a little bit singed yes yeah yeah so um, they eventually quatermass and the and the rocket group uh, turn up in their VW camper van. Yes, and even on the way, Quatermass doesn't care. Like no. the wife of one of the uh, the, the rocket group, well, the rocket, uh, the astronauts is there, and he's yeah. just like, he's like, you might have, you know, the, the guy in the front's like, you might have killed them, Quatermass. He's like, killed them? I brought them back. That's all that people will care about. <laughs> exactly it's like, that. whoa, dude, I brought these three corpses back. That's all that people will ever remember before. <laughs> oh, I must say that the. the... The, the the wife uh oh she she is. she is such a terrible actress her overacting in the bit in the car later is 
laugh out loud. Funny. Oh God! She apparently <laughs> so apparently she was some executive American executive's um, girlfriend. Oh, uh, she she wasn't actually an actress, and she was a beauty queen, and I think she wanted to be an actress. She and shouldn't have been. The exact the executive basically said, "I don't want you in American movies," so he basically <laughs> ship you over to the UK. Exactly, I guess in the hopes that no Americans would want would see her in right. this terrible movie sort of thing. So yeah, she's terrible. It's it's funny because it's it's generally a very good movie with really yeah. good actors in it. All the um, ones, except for hers are great. Later, there's even a child who is perfectly fine in this film. Um, you know that acting is, her? No, I don't know. It's Jane Asher. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that was it. Was one of her first roles. Ah. I, I was really happy with, with uh, to learn that because you know she goes on obviously in real life she went on to be uh, you know Paul McCartney's girlfriend and. She became um, a really good actress. She's in uh, one of my favourite performances of hers is in Mask of the Red Death. Right. She's in that, and she was in another. I can't remember what the other uh, Hammer movies. She's another Hammer movie, and yeah, she was. She was. She's great. Is the is the tiny the tiny little girl who finds him in a very sort of Frankenstein moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they they turn up on site, and uh, yes, the man from the Ministry. Uh, Lionel Jeffries, I think, playing Blake. Yeah, Mr. Blake. He is uh, immediately having a go at how, like, I mean, basically. How reckless he is, basically. Yeah, he never had the permission to launch this thing. No. He just did it anyway. And I he think... said, if I'd have waited for permission, I'd never have got, got, got off the ground. It's yeah, like... and I, I think Blake's like, yeah, and you might not have killed these people either, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> um. But of course, they discover that that uh, it's it's red hot, uh, as you said, it's radiating heat, and um, you know, it's, I think they, he says it will take four hours to, for it to cool down. Yeah, so so uh, Blake's like, we need to open this now and get these people out, yeah. and and Quatermass is like, that's red hot. You can't open that. You will kill them from the steam if you if you open it. We need to wait at least four hours. Um, and then they they manage to get contact with inside, and they hear some knocking on the inside. And then suddenly, Quermas is like, "Let's open it right now!" And yeah, Blake's like, yeah. "You just said we couldn't just do that. We're going to roast them, yeah." And he's like, "Well, fuck it." <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? He kind of basically he doesn't. I mean, not he like one eighties within the space of five minutes, it. right yeah, in front exactly. of the guy. It's great. Like screw it. <laughs> They might be dead already. There's at least one of them alive. I wonder if, if at that moment it suddenly dawned on Quatermass like he just suddenly had lawsuit. Like, oh, <laughs> but the lawsuit, we probably should yeah. get him out right I, now. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. After the argument, they uh, the uh, the door to the rocket uh, is uh, opened. Yeah, you get fire crews to hose down the. the yeah, the they rocket. they bring the temperature down with hoses. I'm not sure it would work that quickly, but fine. Yeah um they do and uh and they remotely open the door um and uh we see a a single astronaut makes it out of the door uh where he's greeted by his wife and by quatermass who's uh you know he's thrilled he's like hey you know someone made it <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're somewhat alive that's good not dead yet <laughs> um, he doesn't, doesn't speak but he does well he doesn't speak at first then he whispers to one of them as he's going into the ambulance to, to help him yes yeah yeah um, they, go, they, they go into the rocket and they find us. no one they find yeah but it's a mystery there the spacesuits are there uh and it was pressured and sealed so no one left 
so it's a total mystery. I love that um, rocket set as well. Though. Yeah, me too. It's a really cool little, like just basic little rocket set with just a couple of cots in it and a, sort of basically a driver's seat and some instrumentation. It just looks really well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the 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 mystery uh, ends up hitting the papers, um, and they're like, "Yeah, this is mysterious well, thing." But they're all saying, you know, this rocket success. They're all saying, you know, it's it's yeah. success. Is like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> yeah yeah um but of course by this point now the police are getting involved yeah um and uh yeah lomax who is uh from from i guess scotland yard or something um yeah. it was obviously and, and most famously dixon of dot greens which is like watching it's like dixon of dot green wandering around a quaker <laughs> yeah 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 he's actually i think he brings quite a lot of a levity to the movie doesn't he he's quite He's actually quite funny. I, I find him, I, what I really like about him is the whole way through the movie, he just keeps trying to have a shave and is constantly yeah. interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I quite like that. By the end of the movie, he's got like that, that like slight beard, nine o'clock shadow yes. kind of happening. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, he is... He, well, he, um, said, he, he says to, basically, he, he says, you know, that three went up, two came back, and that, that means an murder. investigation. He he's convinced it's a murder inquiry. Yeah, and the and Quatermass is like, oh, the best person to investigate this is me. Yeah, I, I don't well, understand the, these things. You don't understand these things, basically. He's like, yeah, he's like the best person to investigate the murder is me. The best person to look after the person I nearly killed in a rocket is me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's yeah. he's like, I mean, Quatermass is massively intelligent, massively smart. But yeah. yeah, he just thinks he should control every. He's a complete control freak. He's like, no, yeah. me, I deal with this. Yeah, um, which, which is completely different to the to how he he was you know portrayed in the other versions. I like to think that. About. See, I like to think that he softened over time. If I watched the three That's, movies, yeah, that you know, makes to where he, sense to think that because he's still uh, obviously Back still some humanity, perhaps. Yeah, because he's still played by the same actor in the second one, and he's still yeah. a bit of a dick, but less. Um, and then by the time you get to Quatermass in the pit, he's he's actually quite a soft-spoken, intelligent, calm, yeah. you know, um, you know this Quatermass would have had none of the 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 kind of crap that Quatermass puts up with from the military in uh, in Quatermass in the pit. No, uh, not none at all. Um, so I, I like to think if I watch them as three movies and assume it's the same character, I'm assuming it's a bit of a a character arc of sorts I'm, yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily intentional it's just different no, actors okay. playing it very differently <laughs> but that's my head canon um yeah so of course yeah like you said Quatermass is having none of that and there's a bit slightly later on where he brings the he brings the inspector the their files yeah yeah he does leave the information for them and one of the things that that, that sort of made me go oh that's interesting. He says about he says you know their their you know, hair color, eye color, and all that sort of stuff, and then things. And then at the end, he adds and their politics, which I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. that's very fifties American. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not sending any Russians up into space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So Quatermass does leave some information on 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 the uh, on the, the three men. Um, and promptly leaves after insulting yet another person. <laughs> yeah, um, someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Quatermass visits uh, Victor at the lab, and um, he's 
he's kind of like he's disappointed that this man who is on the brink of death has still not spoken he's like yeah. oh, just, you know he's like almost like pissed off with him it's like dude yeah. the guy is like clearly gone through some stuff he's sort of sat there looking off into the distance basically well it? yeah and he started to get the the marks on his shoulder and and like he's starting to you know weird things are happening his um, face, you know, he's got the, his face is, is sort of yes uh, yeah, his face is gaunt pinched, and like yeah gaunt and uh you can tell they basically use latex on the, on the uh, on the skin to make it look sort of you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the kind of thing that really mm, cool. probably wouldn't have worked in color, but in black and white, it looks no, actually it's, really good. It's, it's it's really basic, and I think the, the 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 effects budget from this was like non-existent. Basically, the um the the guys doing the effects were just paid a wage. They didn't actually have any money for the effects. Well, by the end of the movie, it's it, they were like, "Has any has the local fishmonger got a squid? That yeah. that'll do." Yeah, it's actually tripe. And... Is it tripe? Okay. Yeah, it's. it's there like, is it's, one it's, scene it's later tripe. where I was quite convinced by, and I was like, "Wow, I wonder if um, if Ridley Scott saw this and or or actually Cameron for Probably. Aliens with the yeah. uh, the autopsy and Aliens I was like oh it's very similar where they're using bits of animal clearly and it works quite well yeah um yeah it directly reminded me of the facehugger autopsy from Aliens mm-hmm. um uh but yes yeah, so uh then of course actress the, of the, the year turns up oh, yeah go on the actress of the year turns up <laughs> and he's the doctor said says that um his I, bone structure is altered. Yeah, he's like the, the, this poor guy is like he, this is beyond me. He needs yeah. to go to hospital. Yeah, like, he's saying he's saying there's like his there's something wrong with his metabolism and his heartbeat is funny. He shouldn't really be alive. Yeah, yeah, he's like this is this like yeah, it's it's like this this is against modern science and I and. Not, I don't think he's even a doctor. He's like a professor of, of some kind or an mm. assistant. Like, and he's just like, dude, like, send this guy to hospital. Like, he's gonna die here. But of course, Quatermass is like, well, you know, would they know what a body does when it's ex- exposed to these kind of temperatures? Because we yeah. do. And it's like, yeah, but Quatermass, you could assist the doctors and give them that information. Yeah. Like when a when a when a Burns victim's brought in, like they're probably told the kind of things that led up to that by the firemen or by people that then they use that information to treat the patient. Like you could give that information. The only reason the the doctors and nurses won't have that information is because you're refusing to give it to them. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, so uh anyway, for now, he is staying. Um and then I think uh, we get Lomax turning back up and we get the um, no one wins in a Cold War line. Yeah. Uh, which I love. Yeah. Um, and it turns... The, 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 I think they do They do end up sending him to a hospital. They end up sending Oh, they him... do eventually. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but yeah, Lomax turns up and he's like, look, no one wins in a Cold War. One of us has to concede. And I don't have an ego, so fine. Yeah. I'll concede. Now, it turns out that this poor guy, this poor astronaut who went into space and saw and was exposed to ungodly terrors and then was brought back half dead. The yeah. police took his fingerprints in the ambulance while yeah. he was dying. Um, and he says, this is as well as the only thing to do, wasn't it? He wasn't answering any questions. <laughs> like, okay. Sure. Um, they were lucky because considering what happens to other things that touch this man later, they yeah. did well. Um, 
but yeah, so he ends up showing Quatermass the fingerprints. And he's like, look at the fingerprints. And Quatermass is like, is this a joke? Like, what is this? And he's like, this is no joke. That's his fingerprints. And, and Quatermass is about to say, it's not even human. Yeah. Um, and then he's distracted by a phone call. um uh but yeah so then like you said uh the professor is is convinced look you know karun needs to go to hospital he he cannot stay here uh and quatermass only agrees he's like i fine but he has to be completely isolated and he can't be and i love he's like he can't be seen by anyone and then he turns around to his wife and he's like not by anyone like especially not you yeah not you (laughs) Um, I mean, that's one of the other things that that that, that does make you you sort of slightly laugh about this this movie. That's they've got weird unknown sort of stuff going on. None of them are wearing any like gloves or nothing or, or masks nothing. or <laughs> any form of protection. And again, later we see what happens when things come into contact as well, and it's like, <laughs> why why aren't you wearing anything? This is crazy, yeah. especially because he's got weird growths now on him and stuff, and things are. Like, clearly, this is potentially something that could be spread, you know? Yeah. Like, clearly. Um, but anyway. Yeah, uh, that's, there's, a, there's a bit where they're in they're in the... Um, he's in the bed, isn't he? And he goes to... It looks like he's going to go for this, his wife who's asleep. Yeah. Uh, and he, he sort of grabs some flowers, I think it is, isn't it's it? It's a cactus, I think. No, that's later. The cactus is later. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, then he, he they he, they basically chuck him back in the bed, and I think that's when they persu- that he's persuaded to take him to the hospital. Yes, yeah. And um, um, there's that there's a re- the weird sort of thing where the 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 wife hires a detective. Well, he she hires a private investigator. Yeah, but he doesn't do private investigating things. No, it's like he's like more like a mercenary or something. Like, what have you hired this guy for? Like, job guy. A private investigator is a non-public working investigator. He doesn't break people out of hospital. He he does say it. (laughs) He says at one point something along the lines of, "Usually, I'm I'm being paid by husbands to keep away from their wives." Or yeah, like well, yeah, like a PI, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's really bizarre that he somehow decided he'll be he'll be uh, you know suited for this job, or he's well. I guess it's just that much money. He's like, fine, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yes. Yeah, so um. Uh, so yeah, the the helper in the hospital before that is uh, is um. Uh, is with uh Karun, and Karun hits the cactus plant, and the yeah. the plot the pot goes flying across the room. Um, and obviously that it seems pointless at the time, but it does. Yeah, it does. It, does. Come it just up. seems really odd that he's sort of just going for this plant for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like you said, she manages to talk to this hospital helper, and she's like, "Oh, you know, um, I, I just want to talk to the doctor who's looking after him to make sure he's all right. I know I can't go see him." And then the helper or the the receptionist is like, "Well, sure. I mean, he's in that room just down there. You just turn left, go right, and there he is. But don't go in the room now. I'll draw you a map. Yeah, I'll draw you a map. But whatever you do, don't go in that room. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I won't go in that room. And and they're changing, they're changing nurses in a minute. So you know, you've got a window as well. You got a window of opportunity as well. But what I like is that she's like, okay, I promise I won't go in that room. And she doesn't. She walks no, outside and she pays someone true. else to go in that room. That is very true, yeah. Now, this PI slash spy slash 
whatever Odd, has a full a full doctor's outfit yeah <laughs> uh waltzes in and says hey i'm part of the night shift i'm here to swap with you yeah. um and then the uh yeah you're not supposed to be here for half an hour it's, oh you, you, great i can go i can go and take some some of the nurses to the yeah to the chinese down the road sort of thing happy days yeah off he goes he's he's happy as larry yeah um yeah so um so yeah he manages to uh, he manages to so he, he's kind of getting away with it um we get he gets him dressed and he he go he, well he he goes to sort of check on the on the, the way he's clear that's when he hits the cactus yes yeah he comes back in and he's got his hand in his pocket sort of thing or that's right you don't see the hand from that point on yeah and um they go to, they go to the lift and um he says, "What are you hiding in your in your What are you hiding there? What, what have you got in your hand?" And of course, he, you then get the you don't get a reveal, but you do see something. And of course, he you see his look of terror, and then and he, he never makes, appears again. <laughs> clubs him, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then the the sort of the he comes out and he's all stood there, and of course the his wife comes through the door. She never asks where he is. The the the, the technical. No. She's like, she well, he takes... was paid. Whatever. Well, he was paid. He's obviously just dumped him here. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave him. So she takes him to her car and she drives off. Meanwhile, another nur- a nurse comes comes up the corridor. She and finds the helper. She finds the helper. I actually really love the um, the effects on the, the sort of withered. I think, honestly, for the budget, <laughs> some of these effects are great. Yeah, honestly. And I, I think, the um, if I remember rightly, the, the hands... Yeah, uh, they were taken from a cast of somebody who had arthritis. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so they were all sort of you know claw-like and, and they just basically ex- exaggerated them and, and and made them look you know more terrifying. I suppose is, is how you put it. Huh. <coughs> that is interesting. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I like that. And so you get um, his wife taking him along, and of course he's still got his hand in his. Yeah, and she's just interested in smoking, mostly. Um, And uh, she's just kind of, like, rambling. She's like, oh, I'll look after you. Everything's going to be great. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah, never mind that I've taken you out of care and there's obviously something bloody wrong with you. Well, she does notice the hand, doesn't she? She notices his hand under the coat and uh, pulls the car over or asks for the car to be pulled over. Who this guy was that picked them up as well? I mean, these people are just doing things without questioning anything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and uh and yeah of course then then we get oh god then yeah. he shows her his hand yeah we don't see it she sees no. it but the scream made me laugh out loud yes yeah, it, it's, it's like to this day it's the worst part of this movie she's it's... her overacting is appalling yeah it's so bad and it goes on for way too long <laughs> it goes on way too long and it's almost too delayed a reaction as well it's just oh it's like everything about it is just awful just very um, very bad it's the, it is the the worst part of the movie it's funny because i had no idea that she wasn't an actress um and whenever i've watched this movie i've always just thought oh god she's terrible um and i never knew never knew um but of course back at the hospital everyone has arrived and um it turns out that the helper how well he he, his blood's been drained and his his head got smashed in basically (laughs) um it's a bad time he's not looking too well no he's, he's not having a good time um so of course the police pile an apb 
Yeah, and uh, Lomax also notices the cactus. Um, oh, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. He said he remembered. Oh, what is it? This thing. Oh, that's right. They find they find it's the um, the wife. They find the wife, and she was screaming it in a thing, and she was saying that his hand looked like something that was had all, all thorns all over it and stuff. And that's when Lomax says he remembered there was a cactus in the in the room. So they go up and they see that that the cactus is gone and the pot is smashed. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then, of course, we we get news, or or this guy who a really helpful guy, who didn't say to Quateras, "Hey, the film's gonna be fine," because he thought the film was gonna be knackered and yeah. had no reason to think it would be fine. Turns up to Quatermass with the good news: "Hey, the film's been processed," and yeah. Quatermass has a massive go at him. <laughs> yeah, he does about not telling him sooner and it's like i didn't know it was going to be okay sooner and there's still a chance it won't be okay yeah. i'm just letting you know but quatermass is like <laughs> fuck off and go get me the film right now yeah. um and i do i love the conversation between the guy who goes to pick up his assistant and the guy who's uh, developed the film and he's saying like oh you know we don't usually let a film out in this condition it's, it's like it's, it's like, like professional pride <laughs> Because yeah, it's like my, my my gaffer says, you know, I I, I can't let you let you out with this. And he says, was it like along the lines of if if your gaffer doesn't let my gaffer have this film, he'll come back and he'll bomb the whole place. And do you know what? With this Quatermass, I kind of believe it. I kind of think. That I, I kind of think that might have happened. <laughs> um. So we get this wonderful. Ah, oh, is so good. That that we get this, like film reel yeah that was filmed supposedly on the inside of the rocket yeah that magically cuts to the dials the, every the now dial. and again yeah. and quatermass even comments on it is like ah see it works this this yeah. magical technology this switches to in live action switches to the uh to the dials like okay sure and he, he does say that the the, the film um it was is designed that it only runs for so many minutes and then it cuts out yes um, it, it runs back again later sort of after a while and i actually think what they film here is kind of creepy when they're watching really, this with the music and, and stuff the is, music here is really mm, good really it's, good it's, it's it's more like just noise really the rising noise but it's really well done it's really really effective it's showing you know the, the, the sort of horror of, of what's going on yeah it kind of reminds me of like eastern horror music with that kind of building Mm. building tension rather than music yeah. it's kind of uh like you said it's a building tone and it just gets more and more intense as the scene goes on um really love that scene actually and i think the actors do a really good job of kind of reacting to it and yeah and just, i think uh, yeah because the, the um i think the, the the main guy um uh richard wordsworth who's playing victor he he was a, a theater actor so i uh, you don't hear anything that's going on in there because there's no sound but their reactions are really good. I think they're they're not sort of overdone or, or no. You know that they're they're they're, they're nicely sort of situated, and you, you get the sort of initial things. You see you see them sort of just you know doing their jobs. They're pootering pootering around the the sort of the, the cabin and check it. You get the, the the dial checks and everything's going smoothly, and then of course something happens. Yeah, and you get the thing on the you get like lights on the screen, don't you? And uh... yes, yeah. Then there's like a, a it's blurring. like the whole screen kind of flashes and yeah, you, you know. get a blurring motion on the on the on the on the screen. Well, on the on the on the, the film, and uh, 
basically one of them keels over. Yeah. And that's where they find the you know the suit when they come in, and then it cuts out for a bit, doesn't it? And it comes back, and I think the second one keels over. Yeah. And then it just cuts off. And then it cuts off. Yeah. Mm. And Christmas says, "Play it again." Yeah, yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Karun is kind of visiting general locations. Um, goes to a chemist shop. Yeah. They find the, oh, they, I forgot the bit where they find the, um, there's a bit where they actually find some sort of remnant on the ship. And he says, it's, uh, it's jelly. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's jelly. He says, it's a, it's a, it could be human, could be animal, could be anything, but it's just organic jelly. Do you, do you, do you want to do some checks on it? No. Yeah, exactly. It's just jelly. Ignore it. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to look too closely at this potential crime scene. Yeah, they do basically start to realize that he's, you know, he whatever is happening it's not to him. Normal. He's absorbing, you know, he's absorbing what uh, the, the life from from people and 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 you know. Um, living things yeah and, and he says basically he's gonna need to feed and that's when you get that i like that sh- that there's a nice little transition shot there mm. where he says he's gonna need to feed and then you get the, the the quick cut to some to the the chemist closing the bin yeah which is a really nice little thing it is, it is a really good shot chemist sort of go, goes into the shop and of course he's there looking for something he's just going through all the chemicals and he's just obviously it's frustrated with what he's finding he sort of smashes all these things up and the chemist is like what are you doing you can't go back there and uh the guy realizes that he's you know again something wrong with your arm oh let me have a look you know you poor man let you know let me you know see and of course again he lets him see the hand on it and i think this is when we actually do we get the this is the reveal isn't it it is i think this is the first time it's revealed actually see what it looks like it does look like a, a cactus yeah um very much reminding me of the um, oh, what's the Doctor Who episode with with the the, the fourth Doctor and the where he's, he's a cactus. <laughs> God, I can't think. I you know the, you know the one I, I mean, know the one you mean. Yeah, remind me of that one. <laughs> so we so yeah, obviously doesn't end too well for the, for that dude either. No, he gets teleported to Emmerdale Farm. <laughs> I think he was in Emmerdale Farm. That guy. It might have been the chemist. I think so. Could well have been. Um, yes. Um, so basically, somebody has spotted spotted him. So they go to the chemist, and they it's it's empty in there. It's you know smashed up and stuff. Yeah. And, and then um, we get the Jane Asher bit, as you as you pointed out. I yeah. Think. Well, the, well, the first of all, you get the I think um, the, he gets he talks about the the chemicals that he was using um, were to accelerate the process. Yes, yeah. And then they find the body in the cupboard, stuffed in the cupboard. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Uh, yes, yeah, so you get the Jane Asher bit. Which I had is, no it, idea it was Jane Asher. That's really cool. Yeah, she, he's, um, so she, he's, he's basically, after he leaves there, he collapses on, a, on like a narrow boat, I think, isn't it, on the docks? Something like that, yeah. And then you get Jane Asher coming across the bridge with her dolly, and she—I like it. She's sort of talking about, oh, we don't need to play with the other girls. They only talk about their new dresses and yeah. their. New... And I love that little conversation she's having with her dolly, and she's all about tea and things. And of course, uh, he's no, um, not Lomax. Karun. Karun, Karun uh, sort of wakes up upon hearing the, the noise, and he sort of starts getting up. And she, and the girl says, 
oh, don't worry about the noise from the boat. It's just the rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So these kids are used to re- playing in really bad this conditions. Tough kids. I mean, it's, you know, not long after the war. Really. Yeah, I was going to say. But in the grand scheme of things, <clears throat> well, 10 years, but, you know, still, you can still see, you know, scarring in, in on the Oh, yeah. The but fortunately, the uh, the girl lives to, to see another day. Yeah, he's, he, some, some part of him still. Some humanity left. When he, he comes, when he comes off the boat and she sort of says, she says, she's, what invites him to tea and stuff his face sort of lightens he does actually sort of smile when he sees her yeah yeah it's and kind of a frankenstein moment yeah he, he he's he he sort of walks towards her and and you know at first he that but then of course you have the hand sort of comes out and he manages to sort of control himself enough to get away from her yeah he does break her dolly though yeah but you know that's probably the at better least, of the yeah, options exactly. um, at least she survives Unfortunately, many zoo animals do not survive uh, oh. as he heads to the zoo, London Zoo, and yeah, um, and yeah. You, you get that you get that. There's a really nice little um, picture of just his eyes in a bush, but you can see that the the skin around his eyes is is worse. You don't yes. get a really yeah. good look at it, but you can see that he's already you know he's he's changing that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now at the zoo, many animals die, and obviously they 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 turn up to investigate. And uh, this is where we start to see there's a trail now. Mm. Um, he's like leaving like a snail trail wherever he's going. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know as he's mutating and bits are falling off and whatever is going on with him. Yeah. And they find they find a, a small piece of him. Yes. Yeah. Which which they collect. Yeah. Um, and uh, like there's a bit where they're look, he's looking at the thing and, and, and L- Lomax says, well, that's put, that, that, that's put me off my tea. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so they, they take it back to the lab and they, um, they, they discover that it's kind of, uh, not necessarily sentient, but it's self-sufficient, isn't it? It's kind of mm. like, it's, yeah. it's its own organism now. It's kind of like the thing in a, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, they feed it a couple of rats. and Yeah, although they don't touch on it too much because I, I, I kind of feel like at this point when you're like, when you're saying, well, bits of him that fall off can survive outside of him. Yeah. You, you've kind of got a thing-like situation which they don't go into. It kind of ends up just being yeah. the one creature and they leave it at that. But um, but yeah, they, so it's... He does say there, there are there are nodules on it that he says, you know, Mm. could lead in in a few hours could lead to sport yeah and and that's when we do get the 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 idea that okay then he's gonna be spawning at some point well that's their big fear isn't it it's like well if he if he like if he can self-procreate then we're screwed like you know we're we're done um so that yeah there's obviously that there's a there's a big old manhunt for him um, oh, we get we get the lady in the police station, Thor Heard in the police yes, station. Thor she's Heard. so good. The, I love her as this nagging drunk. Oh, I love it when she's she's, she's so saying, good. Oh, you know, the doctor says I can't walk and stuff. So I can't like, walk to her. So I have to sit down. I was sat down in the in the doorway, just minding my own business. <laughs> I wasn't there for long, mind. She says. Thorhood's fucking amazing. I love you just feel like this policeman has probably had her in he's, so many times yeah, and he's, he's just so fed of, of seeing things a number of times. And she says that she, you know, when she describes the uh, the thing and he says, well, how did it walk? He said, walked? 
she says it crawled it crawled right up the wall and of course you know the the, the, the copper is like oh, actually that so actually you finally said something so, yeah, of merit and i love the way she says you mean you mean i did see something and she says was it it's not like the usual things i see on a saturday night <laughs> <laughs> she says you mean oh. it wasn't a gin goblin yeah <laughs> which I think, that's great i love that expression gin goblin uh but yeah of course you know we're we're not in uh we're not in america so it's not the empire state so uh of course it's westminster <laughs> abbey <laughs> is, uh, is where the trail is leading yeah it's going through uh ruts renovations um and yes. i think it's not long after the coronation so which is yeah the bbc are there and everything which is apt yeah and i love the i i absolutely adore the bit where so they they go in. There's there's a body. Somebody's already been killed. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they, they got the guy who's doing the presenting, sir, whatever his bloody name is. Yeah. And the guy says to him, "Was well, what should we do? I don't know. Well, it's a live broadcast. Should we go ahead anyway? Well, I'm I'm all right to go ahead if you are. And they just stood over the body of this dude. Okay, never mind. <laughs> is like, that, oh, don't worry. Him. Don't worry. The cameras won't pick him up. It'd be fine. No, well, actually, one of one of the tripod legs is short, so we could uh, we could use the body <laughs> yeah, to prop the camera up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> oh, it was the fifties. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. Um, although I'm pretty sure even back then, this is, this is pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually they managed to to focus their camera on the uh, the the now creature. Yeah. And it's uh, managed to get up into the scaffold. Um, we never kind of see how it gets up there. Presumably, it just kind of crawled its way up there and climbed. And it's got kind of tentacly things at this point. Yeah. And uh, it looks I kind mean, of squid like. You, you do see, uh, like, the string at some point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and when you do, when you see, because there's, there's a bit as well when they get the the sample has, has grown and it, it escapes its little confinement. Yes, yeah. And you see, it looks kind of like a glove. Yeah. And it, it goes. To, it's trying to get to the rats in the cage, but it doesn't quite make it before it starves to death, basically. Yeah. And that's when the, the he says about you know the, the spawning thing. So they get to this. They 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 eventually they uh, the, they put out the call that's oh we found the thing. It's in it's in Westminster Abbey. So of course the the, the team turn up, and of course he's there barking orders as, as usual. Of course, yeah. <laughs> And they basically... Um, it's like he's got, like, zero jurisdiction over any of yeah, this now. No, and he's still... Yeah. Somehow people are still listening to him. I like, okay. it's, it's just what... I guess it's one of those things that if you if, if you walk into a room and bark orders enough, And act like you own the place. Yeah. Exactly. People take note. Yeah. He's making it work for himself, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, by this point, there is no real visible human aspects to him left he's just yeah, a thing he's a blob big sort of blob with tentacles and an eye yeah i actually think it's pretty pretty um effective it's 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 disgustingly organic enough that it's you know like you said about the color i think maybe if it was in color it might not have worked so mm. well but it works really well in black and white the thing i like about it and it and it's and it's not always the case but with with most films uh, and TV shows, when it comes to depicting aliens, they're always humanoid. Um, yeah. And I guess that makes sense, you know, obviously it's relatable and things, but I always like it when it's something truly alien. 
um mm. and i feel like you know films like this is like he is just and like the blob to an extent where it's yeah. like it's just completely alien in every sense of the word to us it's just bizarre um i i kind of like that sometimes um and you're right yeah like you said it in color probably wouldn't have worked so well in black and white and from the distance that it's shot at you know you get a couple of close-ups not too many they're quite yeah. careful with how they film it it, it works really well the close-up with, the, with when you get in the eye is quite i thought was quite good yeah 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 um, so yeah, as you said, they're they're you know they they have their heated argument conversation about how to kill the thing, because um, yeah. of course they can't risk spreading it across London with an explosion because right. then there'd be millions just, of them. It just blow up. He's like, no, that won't that just spread it. <laughs> so instead, they think we'll electrocute the thing. Yeah. Um, it, luckily, it's on a metal it's on a metal scaffold. Yeah. Don't they like? reroute the entire grid yeah they, they get <laughs> like, that'll be fine they go to, you get the uh the battersea uh power station and uh you, you get them rerouting all of the things and turning out everything apparently they actually did that they um they they asked for battersea they it was they were supposed to um just switch out the lights directly in front of the station right. but apparently the guy who was they doing accidentally it, did it switched out the whole sort of like embankment i think oh wow but I'm guessing it was only for a, like a very short period, so it was. I don't imagine it would have been, and it would have been at night, so I wouldn't imagine mm. it was that much disruption. I don't know if it's the actual uh, inside of Battersea as well, but it's an awesome set. If not, I think so. No, I think it's, I'm assuming think it's real, but yeah, the Battersea Power Station. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, all the London, uh, you know, all of all of you know, London town is uh, is like cut of power, plunged into darkness. Yeah, plunged into darkness, and there's and- a guy. There's a, there's a there's a guy sort of like crawling along the ground to get to the, the scaffold where he sort of you know he he rigs up the this this line to the to the scaffolding and then basically does you know legs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just in time as the the creature is fried from uh, from electricity and finally yeah. his very suffering ends. Um, yeah, and human. then immediately after, Quatermass is like. Well, he I'm going to do this off. again. Well, he, he, well, he he's actually quite a cool, cool scene because he just walks off, and there are like every time he passes someone, someone asks him a question, and he just doesn't answer them. But he he's does say he like almost immediately is like, "I'm going to start again." Yeah, like, he's dude. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, somebody says, "What what are you doing, sir?" And he says, "He says what we do now is I'm going to start again." It's like and I'm going like, to okay. I'm going to kill three more astronauts. <laughs> you get that really cool shot of, and it's obviously um you know a matte painting. Yeah, it's it's him walking up that lamplit street oh it's great to the yeah. distance and i thought that's a, that's a really good shot and yes. then you get the the final shot of another rocket going up of course and uh yeah and then that is uh the quatermass experiment mm. um now i absolutely love this one i, I feel like we made fun of it, it quite a bit but it, it, it's mainly just I, I i i both find it amusing and and also love how much of a dick quatermass is in this movie mm. uh it, it amuses me to no end um yeah but... i don't think it's i don't think it's it's not really a detriment to the movie i think it would no it, no it i think it's a positive because he he you know it's it would have been too easy to make him a likable you know scientist it, but, yeah, it's, it's cool yes. to see you know someone that, like kind of um almost uh against type for the time but i think i think one of the main major differences between this and the the original series yeah is that um the the end so in the original series um he actually absorbs the other two astronauts 
and their conscious the three consciousnesses are still in the creature oh so so i've not watched the original series no well you you, you can only watch two episodes of it oh. and i think it's for, it's only the first two episodes but i know this i've know the story and basically what happens at the end is he um quatermass appeals to the consciousnesses inside the creature and basically they commit suicide as it were it that's how it, they kill it in the in the in the original they don't like blow it up or anything or, or, or you know electrocute it. it it they he persuades it to commit suicide wow. and they and they basically thought that that ending just wouldn't work on a movie they you know they wanted a, something a little more i guess bombastic and final right than, than him just talking and as somebody pointed out you can't really imagine um Brian Don Levy talking. I think he would have just yeah. shouted them exactly into suicide. <laughs> Shouting them into submission. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this film. It's uh, directed by Val Guest, who also did "It's a Wonderful World" and yeah, um, in the, in the obviously Quatermass Two as well. The abominable yeah, snowman. He, he did a lot for Hammer. Um, he did. A, he was doing a lot of the because this. I mean, that's the thing about Hammer at this point. At this point, they're doing, um, they're doing mostly movies that are uh, the, the the double feature. Yeah. Um, and most of them that are kind of like bawdy comedies, or you know, at this point. And this was the movie that kind of set them up as as they became. Yeah. They, oh, hang on a minute. There's money in this. We can actually do this. And of course, uh, the Frankenstein movie is what completely sealed. Of course. The, the, the horror i think you're right though i think this paved the way thing, yeah this can this was was what set them up is like hang on we can actually start making money here we don't have to start you know we don't have to just make you know the, the b feature we can we can start making actual actual films yeah films, you know and so it had a, a a real sort of good uh good setup for for, 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 the, for their future yeah. and the second the second movie is i think the first uh, second movie to ever have the second in its title. Yeah, because it is just Quatermass other, Two, isn't it? Yeah, other than Roman numerals or anything like that, it's yeah. the first one to have a, a, um, a numeral. Which was also also directed by Guest, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, apparently, uh, Guest decided he was going to shoot the Quatermass experiment as if it was a, a documentary, like a TV hmm. documentary. Um, I'm not sure how well that comes across, but it. it I think parts of it. Does. Parts of it, yeah. It's difficult when it's like inside of a car, and sometimes when you, you know, the monsters, it looks like it could be. Yeah, but, yeah. And Nigel Neal, of course, the writer. Um, yeah. Great science fiction writer. He wrote um, the Stone Tapes and and, and the, the, so the Year of the Sex Olympics and stuff like that. So he wrote. He wrote, he, he wasn't overly keen on this adaption. He and he certainly didn't like um, the Quatermass uh, character. That mm. he, and um, uh, amazingly, of course, at the time, because um, it was a BBC script, he didn't get any money for it either. He didn't get any extra money because it was. He got paid later. They 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 re, uh, reimbursed him later, but at the time he didn't get anything, and he was he was very disappointed with. Well, I, I think Andrew Keir is closer to the Quatermass that he had in mind. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think by the time they, the third one comes around, they decided that you know they could. People would have probably. It's been long enough that people wouldn't mind a recast anyway, and they, yeah, you know, they obviously they they rejigged it and made it more to his liking. Um, and I do think, like objectively, I I do think Quatermass and the Pit is the best of the three. 
mm-hmm. as a movie. And I don't think I've ever seen all of the 70s one with um, John Mills. Is Me either, famous. actually. I, I, think, I was thinking the other day that I, I need to check that out. But the, you know, the, the, there's some. It sounds like there's some, some interesting stuff that, that that could have been made for for it. Yeah. It was, a, it was a planned sort of like prequels and things, which would, would all sound like they, they could have been like very interesting. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I really like it. And Neil, of course, obviously, this went on to be, you know, very influencing on on Doctor Who and. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, like I said, Quatermass Mass Two, it literally feels like a third Doctor episode. Yeah, it does. Um, and, and, and obviously, that was their point when they got to the third Doctor. They were like, "Let's yeah. just do Quatermass Mass and bring the aliens to Earth." Fine, yeah, you know. Exactly, that's exactly how those those third Doctor ones feel. They yeah. they really do feel like you know. It's, him as the science advisor for the military mm. and, and the, the, the aliens turning up and it's exactly that and of course the doctor who makes a lot of um references to the the rocket group and i think it is they even mentioned bernard in um remembrance of the daleks yes um, he, i think one of them says um i wish bernard was here and the other one of the other says oh uh, the, the british rocket group have got their own problems yeah so yeah, there was you know there's lots of stuff in the universe. Have, yeah, in universe, which I really love. Oh, I love it would, all it that stuff. Would have been nice for I think for Quatermass to 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 have appeared in. in oh, one that of would have been so good. But it might have been a bit too much. You too know, on like, the nose. Too too many sort of scientist types. For yes, the, for it was back then. It would have been great just to have seen the third Doctor arguing with Quatermass. This Quatermass particularly because they would have just <laughs> yeah. you know. They would have not got on at all. Uh, would have been great. Very entertaining. Let's face it, you know, the third Doctor is incredibly brash and overbearing at times as well. Yeah. Um, jumping ahead to the third film, which one day we'll get to, Quatermass and the Pit. Mm. Have you ever watched Guyver Dark Hero? Yes. It is. Have you ever noticed that it's basically Quatermass and the Pit, but with the Guyver fighting monsters? Uh, I... It's, yes, I never really the, thought the of it first, that way. The yeah. first time I watched Guyver Dark Hero, I was like, this is Quatermass and the Pit, but with with the Guyver fighting Zoonoids in the middle. Yeah. It's really bizarre. I love those two movies. Those Guyver movies are great. The, the first one is not... Uh, it's not. But, oh, I mean, I, neither of them are great, but I do... I have a very well, big I, soft I, spot for the second I one. I think they're great. They're yeah, not, so do I. I love them. Oh, I love they're them. Not, they're not great as in, you know... No. Uh, I suppose filmically or or you know nutrition nutritionally nu- nutritionally stimulating, yes. but they are bloody great movies. They I are. love the effects are fantastic. Oh, Scream the second of, one's amazing. Uh, like, Screaming at George, isn't it? I think. Yeah, and Solid Snake. Yes, it's good stuff. David Hayter is a way better voice actor than he is an actual actor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love I love Guy for Dark Hero, but it always makes me think of Quatermass in the Pit because it is effectively the same story. If yeah, you, I guess I never if really you then add Zoonoids and the Guyver to it. Um, put that together, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll get to the other movies. And like I said, Quatermass too. He he really does become a bit more likable. Uh, he's, it's he's been a while since I've seen it, but I do seem to remember him being less brash. Well, in the second one, it's not his fault. Yeah, so I guess that helps. That makes that that's a that's always a bonus. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah, just. I think they've also slowly. I I think he, over the course of the three movies, I think he's also has less and less power, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. I think he does seem you know, to have less power within the the sort of group. I think the second one starts with him having been a bit demoted because of what he did in the first mm-hmm. film, 
because he turns up for a meeting doesn't he in the second one which is how he gets involved <clears throat> he's turning up to the military to uh, for a meeting about the rocket group and then i have to watch it again it's been a long time since I've i think seen... he's trying to convince them to do another launch and they're having none of it and that somehow think, he gets yeah. roped in yeah i think um, you're right i always love that second one but uh but yeah so anyway yes the quatermass experiment from 1955 highly recommended all of them really all of the quatermass yeah. movies from that run i, I can't I speak to the others but there is another one well not strictly speaking a sequel because they wanted to do a sequel but neil wouldn't write it so they basically did another which is x the unknown yes yeah i like that movie that it's, feels it's, very so, quatermass uh, yes basically it was it was designed to be a quatermass movie without quatermass on it so they just they just rejigged it because they didn't have neil's approval of the character so they and then of course they got the approval later and, and did number two but yeah so there's that as well which kind of it's just kind of a it's like an off piece for it yeah well it does work quite well it feels very uh again it feels very quatermass doctor who yeah so uh yeah and i think that that's, i think even with the the american uh hero in the first two they still they both still feel very british they're very british sci-fi oh yeah so you know and, and i think that uh, somebody said that the, the difference the main difference between a british and american sci-fi movie is the budget yeah <laughs> And that they cut they, they, because they don't have the budget. They they kind of concentrate more on the character building, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah. So um, we'll be back next week. We've got to find some films to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what, but uh, I'm sure something will come along. But I uh, do. I do have. Um, uh, I was given. Um, the multiverse of madness oh cool now you could so, do what i did but in reverse yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll see how that goes well i can tell you that you're going the wrong way because <laughs> i went with multiverse of madness yeah, and it, then everything you, everywhere you and i was like oh right wow right. you know you did it the right way around <laughs> you, you want to you know you want to end on a high not not on a low but, yeah well i'll be interested to see what you think of it it's got some scenes in it there is still some sam raimi in it you know yeah well that's what that's you know as you said and uh, as i've heard other people say there's still it, you can still tell that oh it's, it's very raimi in, in the way it's shot really. for sure um but yeah i'll be interested to hear your review of that next week um but yes until then stay safe take care and we'll catch you next time <laughs>